Two drinks in a mile. Cheese. Welcome to our first Aussie movie of 2023 of our regular monthly movies of 2023. This is Two Drinks Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. G'day. I am more than two drinks in. Samesies. Behind the curtain, this is our third episode in a row we've recorded. Yep. Um, and just for reasons... Uh, and so this is drink number six yeah, of two. Of this, two. Well, this will three, be uh, by the end of each. this. Yep. Um, Maths. Three plus three is six. We are doing a girl steals money from her father and moves to Sydney for an arranged marriage. Yep. If you got that that was Muriel, Muriel's wedding, well ding, done. ding, two points to pauper spit for you. Yep. This... Uh, this cocktail. This cocktail um, is blood red. It's we should red. have done this for Army Hammer. We should have last done this for week. Nosferatu. Look, she drinks an orgasm in the movie. Yes. Um, she doesn't have one in the movie. Um, and then, oh, does she? Um, Rachel Griffiths does. <laughs> she comes so hard she can't walk. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, and but it has cream in it. And oh, as yeah. we discussed, we are not a fan of alcohol with dairy. No, we are not. Um, so I've made up a cocktail. Oh, you made this up? It's a variation on another cocktail. Okay. But with a little, little twigs here and there, based this is, on what you can buy at the local liquor land. This is called? It's called a Muriel Heslop. What's in it? It has cherry brandy liqueur. Yep. Uh, vodka. Yep. Cointreau. Okay. And pine orange juice. Tropical, like pauper Trop- like Tropical, yeah. yeah. Cherry, I because don't... she still has her cherry at the end of the movie. And presumably. Why not vodka? Why not? So, good luck. The uh, quantities will come up on the screen or on the socials at Two Drink Cinema. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. 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 It's, um... Well... My my sore throat will go away. Soon, yeah, I think. it's definitely got a cough medicine. Oh, that's the t- element oh. to it. It's drinking Robitussin. <laughs> oh, I think. Oh no! Nah, if you sorry. make it again, apologies. Just take out the cherry vodka. Quantro, that's half the thing. Vodka Quantro Pine Orange would have been good. That's boring. Well, we could have had. What did I have last night at the pub? It's a twist that on a blue dancing one. queen. A sea breeze. Yeah, that's very tropical. Um. That's like a one. Yeah, I'm not going to drink that again. I might not even drink that during this episode. A one for the cocktail. Apologies, listeners, if you made that and drink drinked that. Um, apologies, but if you liked it, you're welcome. Because people have differing tastes. Let us know if you did like it. And p- differing tastes we'll see at the end of the show with Google reviews. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Um how alcoholic was the movie? There were lots of drinks at the wedding, presumably lots of Forex stubbies. Yeah. Uh, at the wedding. And some bubbles. Well, not bubbles. Bubbles. But bubbles. Not they, champagne, but they, bubbles. They have cocktails on the night where those friends tell her she's awful. Yes. Cocktails at the cocktails island. Cocktails on the island. She gets drunk at the club drinks. with Rhonda. Yep. Um, does she uh, drink? And that's about it. I don't remember much drinking she, in the later half of the film. I don't film. know if she drinks at her own wedding. Do they drink when they go to a Chinese restaurant? Because that's about every 10 minutes Every the time they go to a Chinese restaurant, I assume they drink. I'm going to give it a three for drinking yeah, alcoholicness. I, I can agree with that. So if you're new, we do the Archie Q. De Niro scale for every movie that we review. And that's one that we've made up and named after our mentor, Archie Q. De Niro, who may or may not be related. Yep. Uh, and so the A stands for alcoholic. If you would like to score the movies yourself, get in touch with us on your socials and we'll give you a little scoring card and you can do your own scoring and contribute that. Yeah. If you're on the Buy Me A Coffee as a member, you get to do that before we record from now on Yeah. and make your contribution to the films and the reviews. 
Yeah. So there you go. Um, The R in Archie Q. De Niro is representation. Moving on. Um, Little racist. He does call the Japanese businessmen Chinese. um, Can we get a negative score? Is that at all possible? Nah. Uh, Okay, because... There's no people of colour. There was racism. Oh, your wives are probably the geishas. (laughs) And then the whole conversation with the South African... Um, the coach. Oh, are you black? <laughs> God, mean girls. Um, oh, I've told that story about my mean girls in real life, haven't I? Yes. Um, Bad South African God. accent too. And, no, yeah, and the story of the. Oh, I can't even say it. The whites doing okay by the, but then the weren't happy, and I'm like, he uses the b word. He says blacks. Yeah. No, not okay. No, no. I, I think. The joke is okay. Mm. The choice of words not okay. Mm-hmm. I what think would have blonde. You didn't like her. I'm I, having second thoughts. That's the accent. Yeah, yeah that's the with. accent. That's not racist though. No, blonde is blonde isn't a race. I, I, I was <laughs> South African for one night. Yeah, we've heard that story. Okay, it was hilarious. Go ha, back ha, through ha. the archives. When did I talk about that? Um. When would that have come up? Accents. Welsh accents, oh, probably. Welsh accents. We've done lots of accents. I've tried to, at least. <laughs> um, I thought... Chuck hates the Japanese. Sorry. I thought... I actually think it's making fun of simple Australian people being racist. Yes. I don't think the movie is necessarily racist. I think if you wrote those jokes now, you'd write them differently. Yeah. To be honest... PJ Hogan is not the best screenplay writer. No. So I think if you wrote them now, you'd write them better. Yes. But then we think about Mental, which we did last year, which is also PJ Hogan. Yeah. He had that whole thing with Deborah Mailman and mm. the next door neighbor being racist. I think that that's the same idea. Yeah. Is that simple Australian people are racist and say things like, Chook hates the Japanese. Yeah. Or... Your wives must be the geishas. Yeah. They're said by characters that we don't like and by characters that we are making fun of. Yes, okay. Which I think makes fun of racist jokes rather than making jokes that are racist. Okay. Does it that make uses sense? racism to no, no, give it, a better picture of them being a dick. Yes. It shows that these people aren't people we like. And yeah. one of the reasons is that they sh- say shit like, oh, you're Chinese. Oh, sorry, Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? okay. The representation, representation is still a zero. It's still a zero. This isn't oh, going to score well. not a great cocktail. It's not going to score well. Oh. Sometimes we've done movies that aren't great but have had a good cocktail and that's kind of bumped it up a bit. This one, I don't think that's going to happen. Nope. Um, cry. No. You didn't cry? Well, it wasn't. I guess it was a happy ending. I because didn't... she moved on. Yes, because she went and did her own thing. Yeah. And she and spoke up to her dad. Rhonda forgave her. But the mum. Oh. Yeah. The poor mum who had a heart attack unless she killed herself. And then explained later yeah. that she did And then your herself. terrible Muriel explained it. Yeah. What have I seen her in? This. No, other things. Ads. Blue Healers. All Saints. <laughs> like half this cast? Yeah. Blue Healers? Um, Bill Hunter, what an asshole. Um, He's a great actor, though. He is. Valet. He hasn't just recently died, mm. uh, but he is dead. It's, yeah, I I did not expect, I haven't seen it before this. Yeah. I oh, did really? not expect it to be as serious. I didn't expect cancer and a wheelchair. And I didn't suicide. expect suicide. No. Oh, I remembered, though. Because I think I'd seen it once or twice, maybe only once. Yeah. And Because when I first saw Rachel Griffiths, I was like, I thought she was in a wheelchair. And then I saw the mum standing in the kitchen looking in, confused. Into the middle distance. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right. She kills herself. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. It was like, I'm pretty sure she kills herself. It took me a while to kind of understand. I thought she was just... Vague and dumb, and that was the joke. Yeah, until I realised she was downtrodden. 
she was the wife of an asshole who is openly having an affair coincidentally. Oh, Deirdre, what a coincidence. Oh, pull up a chair. Oh, I thought you meant he was an asshole and coincidentally he was having an affair. I'm like, no, no, no the, the affair contributes to him yeah. being an asshole. Yeah. But it's a coincidence that she is at the Chinese restaurant as often as, as he is. Even in Sydney. Yeah, that's terrible. But um, does make the joke. Cry is a zero. Cry is a zero because okay. even though it's a happy ending... There are sad moments in it, but you don't cry. Look, I'm going to say overall... Because it's not about family. If the happy yeah. thing was like, Dad, sort your shit out, and she was like, therefore her mum, yep. maybe you would have cried. Yeah, I would have actually. Yeah. You know but, me. But then it's like, oh, I'm going to live in Sydney with my mate who is also obsessed with ABBA for some reason. My nympho wheelchair-bound mate. Who I'm pretty sure screwed the cab driver that takes her to a rehab. Yeah. Screwed to... Uh, military, that was so Two funny. Sailors, and they come out and they're naked, and she keeps seeing their dicks yeah, and squealing. And then they think because she's squealing that the yeah. guy was an asshole to her or whatever. And he unzips and then the, the beanbag. The beanbag explodes, and then the um, window <laughs> shattered. Then the window shattered. Still, two scenes later. Yeah, I think Muriel. I can't walk. I'm like, where are we going here? This is random. Yeah, I legitimately thought. She'd been fucked so hard she couldn't walk. But then, what if that happened whilst having sex? Yeah. At least she could have gotten carried to the ambulance by those two men. True. Which she probably did, actually. Yeah. Mariel's not carrying her. Mariel no. and Toby. That was his name. Do you think she went on another date with Toby when she got back to Sydney? Because he was no. a nice man. Uh, maybe. Do you think he was nice enough to be like, I don't care that you married an Olympic swimmer? She, she, he did look pretty sad at the wedding. Why would you go to that wedding? Yep, that was my thought. <laughs> um, but hey, he read it in the papers. Speaking of wedding, let's go on to the fact that the groom fucked a bridesmaid in the laundry at oh. his wedding, Chook. Chook and... Horniness. Forgot her name. Is the Archie. Is it Sophie Lee? Chook's no, having, Sophie Lee Chook's married Chook. an Chook. affair with... What's her Nicole. face? Muriel saw her at the wed- in the laundry at the wedding. Muriel saw them fucking in the laundry at the wedding. Oh, I love Rachel is that, Griffiths. Is that on scene it? That scene? Because I've seen that. I don't think I've so. I've got to say scene too many times. I've seen that scene before. You've seen that scene on scene it? But I haven't seen the movie you before. You haven't seen the scene in scene it? No, no. I haven't seen the scene in the movie. Mm. Why would I have seen that scene? Maybe it was on a 20 to 1 countdown of Australia's greatest movies. Yeah, maybe. Anyone. I don't think it is on a scene it, because I don't remember seeing it on a scene it. Horniness. They fuck at the wedding, and it's, it's not a, the bride. Rachel Griffiths is a horny But also, the sex own. in the laundry, it's not even quiet. The door's not even closed. If you're going to sneak off and root Close someone... the door, Chook. If you're having an affair, sneak off quietly. Yep. And have sex quietly. Mariel heard them, Muriel she was then, yep. heard them. And investigated. Yeah. She shouldn't be able to hear them having sex in the laundry. Mm. Uh, they're horny. But also Chook's horny because he's having an affair with two women, Nicole and that other woman. Rose? Oh, but they didn't have sex. She only sucked his dick. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I love at the end and then Sophie Lee's like, so I sucked her husband's dick yeah. and now we're friends. <laughs> they don't sleep together. He only She, she only sucks him off <laughs> out of respect for me. <laughs> Sophie Lee is great. It's also such an Aussie way of saying it. She only sucks him off. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he sucked, sucked his husband's dick. <gasps> you can't say that. But it's true. And I suck her husband's. <laughs> oh, uh, all in Rhonda's mum's lounge room. Great. Um, so there's that horniness. I'm pretty sure at Chook and Sophie Lee's wedding, the photographer, when he's taking a photo, says, say sex. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Say yeah. sex. Say sex. Click. Sex. Click. No peaches. Rachel Griffiths oh, has a Rachel threesome. Um, par- and she is her. horny. This man, I can't have sex. No, no. no. You can, is, you it can... from, is it from too much is sex? Too much sex. <laughs> and the doctor's like, uh, uh, no. Oh, you're seriously <laughs> asking. Okay, no, it isn't. Four? Four. Because Muriel's not horny. No, she's just horny for love. She she's just horny to get married. Not horny even for love. a white dress. She doesn't even yeah. love the bad South African actor. Bad Australian actor, bad South African accent. He mm. does look good in a Speedo, though. Yep. 
So it's she gets f- horny for him as soon as she sees him, though. Yeah. Fall for horniness. Insults. Now, this is going to come up twice, but your terrible Muriel is an insult. It's going to come up three times. Your terrible Muriel. Dad is base- the, dad- the dad um, is basically an asshole and insults everyone whenever he's talking to uh, anyone. It's emotional abuse. The mum and the kids. The mum, the kids. Don't have that many kids. Although the kids are useless. The kids are useless. So is Muriel the third oldest? Or is she the oldest? Isn't it the, because your the one terrible that says your terrible Muriel is oldest? Is older than Muriel. Does it go? Then it's the boy. Then the boy. Then Muriel. Then Muriel. She's is there 22. five kids? Yeah. Then there's a younger boy and a younger girl. They're still in school. Yeah. Because he's not telling them to get a job. Yeah. So that's what I was like. Surely you don't have any more kids after you've had Muriel. You've had three shit kids. Stop. For the sake of us all, please stop. Unless it's like, you know, when people have two girls and they're like, oh, I want a boy. So they have another baby, and but then, then it ends up being a girl. And they're like, oh, I really want a boy. So they end up having another baby and they end up with six girls. He is terrible, Perry. The kid, the Oh, he's the freaking useless. When they're all the useless. mum goes off on him, I'm like, well done, mum. But the then she killed herself. She also so. sets fire to the backyard. Yeah. That's <laughs> very controlled burning. There is so many parallels between this and mental. Yeah, like to the, the point, crazy mum. To the point where I... Had to look up whether or not mental was set in porpoise spit. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, has he just set this in the same town? Is this like Muriel lives up the road from Rebecca Gibney? And is herself? Is Rebecca Gibney singing Sound of Music in one backyard while a couple of streets away, one backyard's on fire? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they've got the hills hoist, of course, but that's Australian. Yeah. Nostalgia. In a very traditional Queenslander, um, which we'll we, get to. Basically, and the friends. God. I'd rather eat razor blades than have a drink with you. That's a good insult. You never wear the right clothes. We don't want you hanging around with oh, us anymore. That's so brutal. God. Maybe I have seen this movie because I had a memory of that scene as well. Mm. You've got no dignity, Muriel. You're terrible, Muriel. You're terrible, Muriel. I don't want you. To... When at the, then at the, <laughs> the funny I I found funny was then at the at the wedding at Muriel's wedding. Mm. Um, Even though she's known by Mariel, yeah, when she gets married, yeah. Um, she sees Rachel Griffiths and was like, "Blah blah blah." I don't want you to take the bus back to Porpoise Spit. I yeah. bought two plane I tickets for you. Two plane tickets. <laughs> oh goodness, because she's rich now. Everybody knows she's not right in the head. No matter how unfortunate you are. <laughs> Muriel is the most useless of the lot of them. No, but that was more that was her having a dig at Bill Hunter. Because it, at the time they thought that she'd got a good job and made a name for herself and she was off selling oh, cosmetics yeah, yeah, to yeah, Barry right. Crocker. Yeah, yeah. Which was the peak of the you know, mid nineties Australia. Well, he did sing the neighbours theme. Yeah, there you go. And everybody needs good neighbours. Um, and then we're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You're so useless. And she was the most useless of the lot of them. Was that a bit like Bill Hunter? Maybe if you stop calling all the kids bullshit, then they might not be shit. Yeah. Maybe. But they're pretty useless. They are useless. Um, and at the end, Rachel Griffiths, she goes, I'm going back to Sydney. And she goes, I'm sorry, mum, I love you, but you annoy the hell out of me. And then she turns around, (laughs) and you, what a bunch of cocksuckers. (laughs) She's so good. Rhonda, Rachel Griffiths, so good. She's great. So insults are three. I'm gonna go, I was going to go like a... Oh, okay. We so, Are we separate? Separately. How yeah. do we not know this? This is the 26th movie we've done or something on this scale. I'm giving it a three and a half, so it's not that much of a difference. Okay. But. Uh, that's the I of Archie. The E of Archie is enclosure. The Queenslander is a reasonable size for a family home in Australia. But is it a reasonable size for a family of seven? Yeah. Did PJ Hogan is have a lot of siblings? Because the family in Mental... They have about five kids. They got five, five kids, kids too. Maybe. And they share bedrooms still, even though the main girl, who I can't remember, is an adult. When it came up and was like written by PJ Hogan, I'm like, we've done another one of his movies, but I can't remember which one. I'm like, oh, well, we've done like two Australian movies and he didn't write The Castle. Yeah. So He also did My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh. Yeah. Directed. Well, I don't think he wrote... Is 
is this... Oh, this cocktail's getting worse. Is PJ Hogan our most reviewed director? No. Have a quick look at the list. Robert Zemeckis. Well, three counts as one, but we did... Witches. I don't think we've done three of any director. If we're not counting uh, Back to the Future 1 and 2 and 3. We've done one of Quentin Tarantino's then. Anyway, we'll come back to that. This is why we need a little researcher sitting at the desk over there. Yeah. Katie Lee offered very early on, but she was unemployed at the time, I think. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that. I think PJ Hogan's our most reviewed director now, along with Robert Zemeckis. We've only done two of his movies. I don't think we've done two. Oh, we've done two Spielberg, done, E.T. and West Side Story. We've done... Have we done any more Spielbergs? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. We've done Rear Window and The Birds. Oh, Rope is on the list of potential future. Yeah. That would be three Hitchcocks. Saboteur. Hitchcock three. Saboteur three, there you go. Well done. He's a better director than PJ Hogan too. Yep. And um That's not subjective. That's not that's a fact. That, yeah, that's <laughs> nothing ag- not well, it is a little bit against PJ Hogan. Not say PJ Hogan's shit, but there are a lot of directors that aren't as good as Hitchcock. And there's a lot of directors that are better than PJ Hogan. <laughs> yep. Um we've done we've done and the most actor we've done is um Christopher Robin Ford. Williams. Uh, <laughs> Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Of separate movies, because we're not counting one, two, and three. One, two, and three. But still, that's only four, because we've... And we're not counting Poltergeist as a Steven Spielberg-directed movie? No, it's only half-directed. Okay. So we've done two and a half Steven Spielbergs, at least. I feel like we've done other Spielbergs. We'll have a look in the break. Come back to you, listeners. Listeners, call in. Yeah. That's not how this works. It's not radio. Call in. Um, what are we up to? E for enclosure. I think it's a three. I was going to say a three, but then does the flat bring it down? Oh, it is a shit flat, and she sleeps in the lounge room. Yeah. Imagine having sex, your first sex, presumably, in your friend's lounge well, room. Well, she was gonna, but she didn't. No, she didn't. But she ima- was like, gonna. She was gonna. Toby was gonna. Toby was ready. How dense is she though? You rent a lot of movies. I'm like, are you fucking perving on you every day? Yeah, goes, and I love to call and go. Excuse me, can, can you look? Can at, you look at that dry cleaners over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got to get approval by Rhonda. Not bad, but we can do better. Oh, fucking hell, she he did. Was, I've definitely seen him in something else. He's good. I think he's a good match for Mario. I hope that in Muriel's wedding too. They get married. Imagine and and wedding learns to walk. Jeez. PJ Hogan could go the, um, like the Mad Max, become a really big thing if he did mm-hmm. Muriel's Wedding 2 with Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths at the height they are now. The budget would have to be a lot more. Yeah. But he, he, I, I'd like to have a look at his career. You know what they Because do? he went from Muriel's Wedding, yeah. right? Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths when no one knew who they are. And then they've gone on to be Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths. Yeah. Um, to then my best friend's wedding, yeah, Julia Roberts, yeah, like Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz yeah. at the height of Cameron Diaz, Rupert Everett, yeah, to then mental, y- yeah, and although it was Tony Collette and Rebecca Gibney, and Rebecca Gibney is like Australian acting royalty, yeah. it's still an interesting cycle, Trajectory, yeah. Did he just get lucky with? Well, it's not um, like Baz Luhrmann from Strictly... Oh, that's two we've done because we did Elvis. Elvis true. and Strictly Ballroom. True. Um, it's we not did, like We you... didn't do Elvis, did we? Yeah. Did we do a review of Elvis? I think so. I don't think we did. We've watched anyway, it. we watched it. Um, the Dressmaker. Oh, yeah. Kate Winslet. Yep. Uh, Liam Hemsworth. Let's see what he's directed. Did Liam Hemsworth sleep with Kate Winslet? I don't know. I'll watch the Miley Cyrus film clip again and find out. Um. Yeah, it's not like Baz Luhrmann went from Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, Mulan, like you know, all the way up to Elvis. The last movie he made was Mental, or directed, sorry, was Mental. Yeah, right. Two thousand and one. Um, Confessions of a Shopaholic. Oh, that's got someone in it. Isla Fisher. Yeah, she's Australian. Peter Pan, but not any version that you know. Okay. Unconditional Love. I don't know. And that then one all the either. way to My Best Friend's Wedding. My Best Friend's Wedding. Muriel's wedding. Humpty Dumpty Man. 
So director as Paul Hogan. Gee, I wonder why he changed his name. So what did he do on the set of My Best Friend's Wedding that meant he didn't go further from there? Do you reckon? Like, I did don't he know. piss off Julia Roberts yeah. or something? Maybe he's just because he's not that good. But My Best Friend's Wedding. Mental, is, I don't remember My pan. Best Friend's Wedding being an ordinary movie. I thought I think it's a good movie. I think yeah. I remember. I don't know. So what happened? Why could he not make more movies? Why did like George Miller went from Mel Gibson in the desert to Happy Feet and to to Tom Hardy and Charlize Sh- Charlize Theron the and Tom Hardy? Um, you know, and like like I said, Baz went from um, mm. strictly ballroom to strictly ballroom to Moulin Rouge oh, to, to with a with a Austin just a Butler. little bit of fucking Leo and Leo Claire in Danes the in the middle. Yeah, fucking. Anyway, what are we? That's on? an interesting. Entering career directory. Yeah, let's interview him on our next podcast. So, in closure, are we sticking with a three or do we want to like PJ Hogan? If you're listening, two and a half. PJ Hogan, if you're listening, let's. I'll interview you. He's probably got a Google alert for Muriel's wedding. Any directors that are listening, I'll interview you. Yeah, I'll interview you. Also, if we've done a movie that you've done, I'll give you tips on how you maybe could have done it better. We already have. Just yeah. play you the recording. We had... My I ha- tip for this would be, does it really need to be about a wedding? It. Speaking of directors getting in touch with us, if you are a director and want to get in touch with us, listen to an episode of us first. Yeah. This is actually just a tip for reaching out to podcasters anyway for an interview. Yeah. Listen to the podcast first we don't overanalyze movies no because we had someone get in touch with us and say i that's right have a new australian movie coming out on youtube and i'd love to chat to you about it on the podcast and i said great we love australian movies we're super happy to support australian directors Mm -hmm. have a listen to a couple of our episodes let me know if you think we're going to be a fit didn't hear back. Yeah. I don't think he realised that we essentially just drink our way through taking the piss out of a movie, which I don't think or, is what he wanted. Or didn't listen. Said, Look, this is too much effort. Yeah. So if you're going to contact a podcast, like there's a million movie podcasts out there, and when we guest on other people's podcasts, I will have listened to an episode of them first. Mm. Two and a half for enclosure. Yeah. That was three tangents in one. Uh that's Archie done. A R C H I E. Q is quotability. Your terrible Muriel. Your terrible Muriel is like the most second most quoted thing from Australian pop culture. Tell oh. him he's dreaming. Okay, I forgot about the castle. <laughs> the whole castle movie. Oh god. If if a coworker of mine is listening, please don't tell your uncle. Um after the castle, this is the most quoted. And then that yellow pages ad. Not happy. Oh, Jan. not happy, Jan. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, and, and and you know what? All the nineties, we really went downhill from there. Australian culture, didn't we? Australian ads, certainly, because I've not seen anything nearly as good I, as my head went that way, and even my legs. Oh, went that man, way. my legs went that way. Um, uh, there's an ad at the moment on the, the tennis. Uh, the pilot ad. It's actually kind of funny, and it's this guy running through the um the street. Airport? No, he's like running. He's on. A, he's going for a run, right? Yeah. And he's like, "Hi, I'm Scott." If you, if if that's his name, and um, he's like, "Oh, I've always struggled with weight loss, but then I p- tried Pilot's weight loss program, and okay. I've done this, blah blah blah." And then it's like, "Ding!" It's like, "Hi, I'm Suresh. I'm Scott's best mate, and he's done really well, and he's got a great attitude, even if he did shit himself at Year Nine camp." <laughs> and then it's like, Ugh. and then his wife pops up. It's like, <laughs> "I'm Emily. I'm Scott's wife." He's got so much energy now to play with the kids and he's got a great attitude, even if he did shit himself at Year 9 camp. <laughs> and then, like, the doctor from Pilot comes up and goes, <laughs> I'm the thing. And he did this and he got these results, even with that whole shitting himself thing. And then some former Australian cricketer comes on who I've never heard of. <laughs> it's like, Simon Caddick, is that you? He goes, yeah. Simon Caddick was an I, opening batsman yeah, in our test team. There you go. <laughs> I go, I, I don't know, Scott. But I know people who work hard, and that's got... Even if he did shit himself, it's, like, so funny. I think it's really funny. And then there's, like, a follow-on one that's like, I'm Suresh. I know he's great, and he's got a great attitude, even if he does skip out on rounds at drinks with the boys. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, don't do this. 
He's like, everybody who's skipped out on a drink and like 20 people rock up and there's a person with a pram. And Scott's like, that's a baby. Where would I buy a baby a drink? It's kind of funny. All right. Well, there's your free pug pilot. Yeah. Quotability. So if you want to give us stuff for free. Yeah. I'd, and I didn't even shit myself at camp. No. Nope. I didn't shit myself at camp either. No, there you go. I got a massive blood nose at a music camp once. Oh, really? For, it was gone for like an hour and a half. Wow. I was like, I'm going to die in right and then fucking Moe. If Moe is where I die. I missed a whole choir rehearsal and dad was there because <laughs> dad worked there. Walks in, Are you all right? Like, yeah, I think I'm okay. And then I got later in the day, at night. Another one? Think, yeah, another one. Jeez. And I'm still Did here it. to tell that story. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. But no, and I was 17 at the time and no 24-year-old man was trying to. Oh, dear. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Quotability, your terrible Muriel. Your terrible Muriel. I. Wrote some other quotes that aren't as quotable as that, but they're yeah. just funny. It goes, no, my love, my life now. My life's as good as an Amber song. My you, life is as good as, be. <laughs> as Dancing Queen. Your life should be as good as an Amber song. Yeah, but like a good Amber song. Not like, I don't want my life to be as good as Voulez-vous. I don't want my life to be, does your mother know? <laughs> <laughs> if my life was as good as, well, I, I was going to say Waterloo, but that's about an actual war. But that's also a good song. But it's also peak Abba. What's that song? There's one like Emotion that I keep forgetting is Abba. And it was on at karaoke the Emotion. other night. And I turned to the guy that sat to me and I was like, What's, who sings this? And he's like, Abba. You're in a as gay if bar. like I'm a terrible gay for yeah. not knowing that. Some woman told me that. And he's like, I it's the one that they sing on the beach at the hen's night. And I was thinking he meant Mama Abba, <laughs> but he meant Mamma Mia. Um, I was at a after party event after the 2019 AFL grand final. Oh, yeah. And I was drinking plenty of free alcohol, but not free because he paid a lot of money for the ticket. Yeah, yeah. And we, Mum and I made friends with this random couple. And, um, Sound like you and mum to yeah. just chat to random people yeah, when you're drinking. Especially when we be drinking and at the football. Um, and we were in this marquee and Abba came on and was like, oh, I don't like Abba. And she's like, you're a terrible homosexual. <laughs> this woman said to me, I'm like, uh, you don't know me. I don't even remember her name. Then like weeks later, mum and I were like, what were their names again? I'm like, fucking no idea. No idea. It was Agnetha and Anita. <laughs> it was Anita and Bjorn. <laughs> Bjorn? I am... Um, Benny. At that gay... Pub karaoke. I feel like a terrible gay every week because someone sings something from a musical that I don't know. Mm. Like on well, Friday night, not that stream of gay. Someone, you're not a theatre gay. Someone sung a song or a Eurovision gay. Jekyll and Hyde, the musical. Well, I wouldn't know that. Which I didn't know. Yeah. But the two guys I was sitting with didn't know either. And one turned to me and was like, what's this from? I'm like, Jekyll and Hyde. Only because this guy sings it every second every week, week and I look it up every second week. <laughs> And I still haven't oh. seen Jekyll and Hyde. I just know that probably Anthony Warlow sung it. Yeah, sure. Um, speaking of quotability. Please. Uh, it's funny when they Get see us back the, on track. the dickhead bridesmaid see Rhonda at the wedding. It's like, oh, you were so full of life. I'm not dead, Cheryl. <laughs> I'm not fucking dead, Cheryl. <laughs> and you can't stop progress. And no, you, you know can't. what I liked? Yes. They were driving Maybe. off in a taxi out of pauper spit and said, you can't stop progress. I'm like, that's right. Because she's progressing. She's progressing home. How meaningful and deep. He may as well have set bloody mental in pauper spit. Pretty much. Why didn't he? Uh, Because then it already would have been the same movie. You know what it should be? It should be Muriel's Wedding 2. But Muriel and the guy that rents too much movies had had a baby. Like my big fat Greek wedding is the kid. You know. But that kid's getting married. But Tony Collette's in it as not Muriel. No, as Muriel. She's the mum still. No, no, Rebecca Gibney's the mum. And Tony Collette comes in and is mental. What are you talking about? Me- the movie Mental. I'm talking about Muriel's Wedding 2. I'm yeah, making a movie. You said Mental should have been Muriel's Wedding 2. Oh, okay. Didn't you? No. Nah, but Tony Collette's did. in it as the hitchhiker. Okay. She is the mental. Anyway, quotability is... <laughs> and leave Schreiber's Australian accent is much better than that hot guy South African. Yeah. I'm giving the quotability a th- three. I'm giving it a 2.5 purely for one quote. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it for one quote, but it's major quotable. You're terrible, Muriel. <sighs> Drinking. This is the thing. It's so quotable. I haven't seen the movie, but I know the quote. I didn't know who said the quote. I know, but I know the, the quote, quote because I've seen her that slob of a sister sitting in the shirt. 
Yeah, okay. I've got to try and think of where I've seen these scenes before. I reckon you've watched it before. Yeah, maybe I blocked it from my memory. You just named like 15 scenes from this movie that you're like, I've seen this before, but you still think you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, well, maybe I, I, I haven't. seen it before. Maybe it's just been on in the background. Mm. Drink. The D of De Niro is for whether or not the drink in the movie is a Coke or a Pepsi. Look, if anything, it's a RC Cola. But I'm pretty sure I saw someone drinking a, a Pepsi on Hibiscus AC, Island. AC Cola from Kmart. Right. It's LA Ice. No, because that's not Australian. I I think someone was drinking a Pepsi, but it might have been a beer. One. I, I, yeah. It's definitely not a Coke film. No, one. PJ Hogan is not a Coke level director. Sorry. <laughs> Gosh. If PJ Hogan is listening, he either doesn't want to. <laughs> He's going to come on and defend himself. Yeah. That's going to be our next episode. Here's your right of reply. PJ Hogan's reply. PJ Hogan's right of reply episode. The most alive? awkward interview. Between... I will interview you. You put your shit out there in an art form. It's going to get critiqued, mate. That's the point of podcasts. He's just living off this movie. And, and, best, mate, friends and best Friends Wedding. But like, you go, I'm PJ Hogan. I made the f- fifth best Australian movie of all time. Not even, probably. Subjective. Yep. It's in the top ten well, of subjective. icons. People think that it's an amazing movie. Some What's don't. up there? Castle, this... Strictly Ballroom. Strictly Ballroom. Some people say Moulin Rouge is an Australian movie. Um, what's that one Rubber where the drag queen's gone on the bus? Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Where the drag queen's gone on the bus. That's a better movie than this. That's our trivia. That's how our trivia segment works. Oh, the, what's the one? The one the where it's like the drag queen's on the bus. You can't say drag queen. Oh, that's the one bus. where the guy who plays Zod in Superman goes on the bus through the desert. With Agent Smith. And there's a ping pong show in it at some point it's bill hunter, hunter in that one too yeah. <laughs> oh anyway drink in- uh, endurance endurance you know what didn't endure rachel griffith's teeth or tony collette's teeth yeah they've both had work done i googled it i've just been watching rachel griffith's in total control right very different character she plays the Prime Minister of Australia. Oh, okay. Which is a very different character she in to a wheelchair? Rhonda. No, she's not in a wheelchair. Oh, wow. She's blonde also. She, she's fucking good, Rachel Griffith. Total, Total Control is also not directed by PJ Hogan. She's very good. She went on to be the daughter of Sally Field, which you yeah, mentioned the other night. Which is and quite, the sister of Callista Flockhart. Quite a resume. And Six Feet Under, which I thought was Tony Collette. Tony Collette's in that um, show. She's in Pushing Daisies? Yeah, and she's in that show with the girl from Dope Sick um, about un- she... Un- unbelievable. 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 She's very good in that, Tony yeah. Collette. She's the Emmy winner. She's an Oscar oh, nominee. Oh, Cozzy in top 10 Australian movies. Oh, with Tony Rachel and Rachel Richardson, Tony well. Rachel. Yeah. Tony Rachel. Shut up. Tony and Rachel. Barry Otto. David Wenham. Ben Mendelsohn, David Wenham. Always. Not Colin Frizzle. Frizzle. He's from Love Actually. No, Colin, F- the guy that was in Water Rats. Yeah, Colin Freisler. Yeah, something like that. Or am I thinking about Jackie Weaver? Jackie Weaver. Like I talk about going on to great things. What a oh. cast! Pamela Ray. We'll she's that. good. We'll do that soon. I'm so excited. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh no! Maybe we'll do that next month. Just because I feel like I want to watch it now. Anyway, let's. So many tangents. This is what happens Endurance. when it's our third drink. Endurance. Rachel Griffith's teeth did not endure. Yep. Smoking um, in a taxi didn't endure. Smoking in a taxi did not endure. Uh, paying a bribe to the policeman in a slab. Yep. That did not endure. That did not endure at all. Uh, probably wasn't even right then. So, well, bribing police has probably never been right. Well, no. Um, also, um, cassette tapes, videos. Um, Abba has endured. Checks. Abba has endured. Video shops, correct. They've Videos. not endured. They did. They have not. <laughs> You've rented a lot of movies. I'm like, what are you, my Apple TV algorithm? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell that me what I would joke. like? That's a good joke. Thanks. Okay, good. I feel sorry for the guy that runs my Facebook algorithm because my my videos I... that come up are sporting no things and then drag drag race. <laughs> yeah, the guy that runs my algorithm 
must be so confused because I'll stop for anything. You reckon there's one guy running yeah, yeah. your algorithm? That's algorithm. how it works. That's what that's that Mark doc- Zuckerberg. No, that's what that documentary showed, The Social Dilemma, that it's someone sitting with a whole lot of screens like running the my algorithm. In the yeah, yeah, that's it. That's how it works. Like right. Inside Out, the Disney Pixar movie. Oh, okay. Um, because I will stop for anything. Yep. In the break between the episodes, mm. I read three memes about Dungeons and Dragons. I've never played it in my life. Good. But it keeps coming up because I keep reading them. I don't know yeah. what... I actually read the memes There's and I go, these, I don't know what this is about. All these podcasts and shit come up on my thing. And I don't listen to these podcasts, but there's videos. And so they'll come up. And then because I stopped and watched this one of two guys talking shit to each other, yep. then... I'm not talking about ourselves. <laughs> then the other ones of two guys talking shit to each other come up. Yeah. Then that comedian that's in that podcast comes up as his videos. Then this video of this other comedian comes up who's a gay, funny comedian. Then this old Jewish lady, lesbian, comes up and my Oh, thing. she's funny though. She's is, she, funny. is she the one that's like, I only take ecstasy when I go to visit my family? <laughs> she's the funny one that says, do you work at a museum? He's like, yeah, it's one of the sad ones. She was like, well, okay, so it's either, it's either 9-11 or the Holocaust. Yeah. And then it was he, she went on this thing about how you can't compare the two. So we won't go into that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but okay. the endurance of this movie. Fucking hell. What still, a tangent. It's still watchable. I'm not sure this style of Aussie comedy would still go. What do you mean? I, I like we talked about the racist jokes earlier. Yeah. Oh, the whole like downtrodden. Aussie battler, Aussie battler thing. simple Aussie person comedy. I don't think that's a movie thing anymore. I started watching Colin. Maybe that's why PJ Hogan hasn't made a movie yeah. since Mental. I started watching Colin from Accounts on Stan. Mm. It's a bit like that. Okay. But it's a TV series. That show Bump as well, which isn't meant to be good. Is meant to be good. It is meant to be good. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, I thought you said it's... isn't meant to be good. It's on season three. Yeah. <laughs> it's meant to be good. Um, and I haven't watched it, but it's always there. I'm like, maybe I'll watch it, but then I don't. That gives me a little bit of a looking for Ella Brandy vibe. Mm. But in a high school, well, she she's high school and she's preggers. Mm. I don't think Ella Brandy gets pregnant. No. no she doesn't. Matthew Newton kills Matthew himself. Newton. Oh, how do they wash the blood out of the sheets? Yeah, in a panel van. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That was very disjointed. Just done a little review you of... So we've had a few drinks. Uh, Cozzy and looking for Ella Brandy. So you're thinking the... If you're writing a movie in Australian comedy now, you're not writing it about the downtrodden Aussie battler in the suburbs. Well, I also think what hasn't endured is the Aussie film industry. No, seriously. Like, Mm. I don't think we do Aussie films. I think what Film Australia do now is pay Baz Luhrmann to fill Elvis here. Yeah, okay. Like, they don't pay PJ Hogan to make Mental 2 or Muriel's Wedding 2. They pay... Baz Luhrmann or the Wachowskis to film The Matrix here. You know what I mean? Yes. The The Australian film industry is fucked. The yep. only thing doing original Aussie movies that I have noticed is Stan. Stan. Like that new one with Sam Worthington. Yeah. Um, that has a title that doesn't seem to have anything to do with... Transfusion. Transfusion, which doesn't seem to have anything to do with the fact that he's come back from war. He's come back from battling, need, I know, for the... We need a blood transfusion. Yeah, probably. But that's all I hear. When I hear transfusion, blood it's transfusion. It's just blood transfusion. That's and maybe he does of. need a blood transfusion after being in Avatar, in that, you know, whatever yeah. that world's called. Nah. The Na'vi. Na'vi. After being a Na'vi for so long. What's it called? He needs a blood tra- Pandora. Pandora. The little fucking silver charms. Yeah. Unobtainium. How, lo- how has James Cameron not sued the little silver charm company? Or vice, or vice versa. versa. Enough tangents. Fuck, we're going on way too long. Yeah, endurance, I'd, I'm giving it two. Endurance, the Aussie film industry is not endured. I'm giving it a two. What stood out to me as well is that they are in a large coastal town and there's only three high-rise apartment buildings. If you <laughs> go to surfers three. now, there mm. is a there is high-rise apartment buildings right from the border it's not all surfers. the way up to Brisbane. But like surfers was a bit more like the not surfers, but the suburbs of the Gold Coast were a bit more like this in the nineties than mm. they are now. But now mm. they're all high rises. All right. Nostalgia. Uh, Tony Collette, Rachel Griffiths, Bill Hunter, Sophie Lee. Half Barry the Cro- cast of people that are criminals on Blue Heelers. Barry Crocker. Barry Crocker was mad nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> um, f- video stores. Video stores. F- those photo albums. Where you put it and you f- 
the sticky thing and you oh, pull yeah. the sticky thing out, then put your photos down and put it back on. And then the pages stuck together too. Yeah. And there was air bubbles in it. Uh, That's nostalgic. The movie does have some bit of nostalgia with it being an Aussie movie in the 90s. Yeah, I have nostalgia for how Aussie life was in the 90s. Mm. Two and a half. Three. This was, there was, speaking of video stores nostalgia. Yeah. I saw a meme the other day that was like, this is what the Netflix blockbuster series should have been. Mm-hmm. And it's that scene of Jack Black and Kate Winslet in the holiday in a video store. Oh, yeah. And it's like, the if you're going to make a series about Blockbuster, you need to make it about the nostalgia mm. of spending an hour in a Blockbuster store trying, trying to, to decide trying on Trying to agree on two new releases and yep. five weeklies. Because my friend Anna, our entire friendship, we've spent more time in Video Easy Williamstown than we did in any pub having dinner. Mm. Because we would go and have dinner and then we would spend an hour in Video Easy Williamstown trying to decide what movie to watch. Yeah. That's nostalgia. That's what Netflix blockbuster should have been. Okay. Rather than seeing Amy Santiago work in a video store. Okay. I haven't watched it. Yeah, well, don't because it only got about three quarters of a season and the Netflix cancelled it. Oh, wow. Because no one liked it. Uh, Impact. Impact. Look. Look. Yeah. We've both written it. Tony and Rachel. Done. Five. Um, it then spawned a stage adaptation of mm. Muriel's Wedding. Um, obviously, I think that in, there's impact in your terrible Muriel being quotable. Yes, yep. definitely. Uh, and you know how Australians love ABBA? That's thanks to Molly. Not thanks to Muriel's Wedding. No. Okay. Molly launched ABBA. That was my plan. In Australia. So you reckon he launched ABBA and not the Eurovision Song Contest? No, no. In Ast- like, they were in the Eurovision, but he is the one that brought them to Australia for Countdown. Mm, okay. Because we, weren't, in, we weren't always in the Eurovision Song Contest. But why? We're, we're not in Europe. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Our love for Eurovision hasn't always been a thing. So we didn't discover ABBA because of Eurovision. Oh, okay. We discovered Abba because of Molly, who now just randomly gets drunk and gets his ass out on stage at Amy Park. Oh, he's got a brain injury. Mm. I thought he was dead. Um, <laughs> was that before or after you saw his ass on the stage? I, no, before. Like, I saw him and I was like, I thought Molly died years ago, but he had an accident and didn't die. He I had, thought he, he fell. Had a fall. I thought he fell off a ladder and died. No, he had a fall and had a dream sequence that they made into a Samuel Johnson movie. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm giving the impact of Muriel's Wedding a five uh, solely because it launched Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths. I'll give it a four and a half. Okay. Same reason, but Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths, as good as they are, they're not Nicole Kidman or Margot Robbie. It finds, I find it hard to believe that five years after this movie came out, Tony Collette was doing The Sixth Sense. Yeah, and Rachel Griffiths was on Six Feet Under. Yeah. Less than five years, probably. Like, yeah. Crazy. Crazy to me. She's very good, Rachel Griffith. Total Control. If you haven't watched Total Control, Rachel Griffith and Deborah Mailman are incredible. Yeah. William McInnes plays the opposition leader of the Labour Party. He's very good too. And he gets really into that. You know, occasionally in Blue Healers, he'd have that really deep voice. Yes. That's his whole character. And his voice is so good in it. Rewatchability. Look. I don't know if I will. Yeah, it's... I don't know if I thought this was a great movie. It's it's interesting. I feel like PJ Hogan was like, I want to make a comedy, but I don't want to make it a comedy. So why don't we make this girl in a wheelchair? Why don't we put cancer in there? Why don't we make the mum kill herself? Yeah, I feel like... If he'd gone full serious, yeah. great movie. Yeah. Because Tony, we know Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths can do that. Yeah. But we also know that Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths can do funny. I, just flat yeah. out funny. I think that the balance of... This is probably more about overall. The balance of quirky Australian comedy and serious plot lines yep. didn't marry up, no pun intended, 
and then well, even she didn't marry up. Chuck a wedding end. in there. Yeah, I actually think this whole story of Aussie battler weirdo girl has no friends loves Abba could have been done, but then finds herself works it out. Could have been done without it having a wedding in there. No, but there could have been the wedding in there. But but earlier, I thought it would build up to a wedding happy ending. Yeah, if they nope. called it "You're Terrible, Muriel." Yeah, totally different view of the movie. Yeah, but then I was like, "Where's the fucking wedding?" Got an hour in before we even saw the guy she married. Yeah, I thought it was leading up to a happy ending wedding, mm. where it's like Muriel's wedding is like a little yeah bit Muriel's in it. wedding. She gets married that same night. Mum dies. Yep. Or the next day, whatever. Who knows? Then two days later, she sleeps with him and just goes, oh, no, nah, don't want to don't be married to you anymore. And Do he's okay with thought, that? I thought you'd be around. thought you'd be fun you to hang around. You can keep the money. Okay, thanks. And then she gives half the money to dad, which she shouldn't because he's an arsehole. Yeah. But I suppose but she wants part to look of it after the like, siblings. Just piss off. Just she wants get to away look from after me, the dad. siblings too, I guess. Yeah. Rewatchability, I'm going to give it a... Two, uh, yeah, which I feel bad because I know it's iconic and people will hate me for it. I'll give it a two and a half because it's fucking Muriel's wedding. But two, I don't think I'll jump okay, out to yeah. rewatch. Oh, there's a two. Yeah, there's I'm a, giving it a two as well. If you said let's watch an Aussie comedy, yeah, there's a number of movies on the list before Castle, Cozzy, Dish, Strictly Ballroom, even ahead of this, yeah, Mad Max, Mad Max Furiosa, which they're going to count as Australian because it's George. Priscilla, happy babe, Moulin babe, Rouge. pig in the city, babe, pig in the city. Wow, Magda Zhabansky. that one with the owls. I haven't seen it. Happy feet. Is that, that's Australian. Yeah, I said that. Okay, good. The one with the owls. Some animated thing about owls. Anyway, Madagascar, Madagascar. <laughs> um, overall. overall, I think we've said everything, but I still think that you could write it and not make it called... Don't call it Muriel's Wedding. Make it Your Terrible Muriel. Make it Muriel Heslop, Porpoise Spit. Call it... I don't know. Yep. You know. I do feel like the story would have had a lot more impact if they'd not tried to put... If he'd not tried to put little funny bits in it. Funny bits, funny people, funny lines, mum kills herself, dad's an asshole. I think if you made the movie of Muriel and Rhonda, the story of Muriel and Rhonda... Wrote it as a drama, mm. and I think this is dramedy wasn't a genre in the nineties. No, right? It was, but it wasn't named like it is now. Yeah. If you made a drama but wrote it as an Australian, there would be funny in there. Yeah, you write a drama with funny bits in it. Yeah, rather than this seemed like a comedy, not a comedy with serious bits in it. But also the serious bits were very serious stuff. Yeah. Like cancer of the spine. Cancer so you can't walk and someone killed herself. That's very serious stuff. But also because they didn't do enough serious, we didn't really get deep into how sad Muriel is as a character. No. But then also it was this thing of having the main character just so obsessed with getting married. Not finding love. Yeah. Getting married. They could have gone deeper into that. Not finding love or getting acceptance or having genuine friends. Just getting married. But she does say one line of like, I see people getting married and it means they're normal and good. Yeah. That why can't that be me? That's an acceptance thing, but it's one line in a change room while she's crying. And that, that in the change room, she's having this crying scene and then, you know, Rhonda's in her wheelchair going and then... Then the people at work, they come in and go to her. Have you just come out of a coma? Yeah, yeah. That's when you don't need that little funny line. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two, two, five. Okay. Okay. Sure. You can total up the scores while we have a little break and then we'll be back with some Google reviews. That sounds like a plan. Okay. Two drinks in a All right. What is the score on the Archie Q De Niro scale this... for Muriel's Wedding? If you would like to score your own versions of these films, then you can get a scorecard by contacting us on the socials at Two Drinks Cinema. If you would like to preview them early 
and mm-hmm. contribute your scores, uh, then buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema and members get to give us their input. But what is our input on the score? Our input on the score is surprisingly a 50.75. Oh. So it's in our top 10. In the bell curve, like I know it's out of 100, but the bell curve is not near the 100 end. No, it's probably more near the um, 40. 38. It's above average, yeah. as well as being above so 50. It's in between Tootsie and Juno. Are we saying Muriel's wedding is better than Tootsie? <laughs> we are saying it's better than Tootsie, uh, Casablanca. Wow. Fatal Attraction. It's definitely better but than not Flubber. Not as good as Juno. Very close, though. Oh, Juno's good. Anyway. Similar vibe. Little yeah. indie. Little weirdy, quirky people. Yeah. I can imagine Michael Sarah in Pauper's Spit. Mm. Mm. Can't imagine um, Jason Bateman there. Anyway. No, he'd be in Sydney renting videos. Yep. And talking to Tony Collette about videos as long as Tony Collette was 16. Ooh, awkward. Ooh. Wow, that went there. Let's do some Google reviews. You first. Oh, one starers. If there was an award for the most disappointing movie, this movie would be the name of it. Oh. It is completely wrong to call this a comedy, as I did not even let out a smile while watching this. It is so overrated and overpraised. Muriel had no character development and Rhonda became such a downer. Well, she's fucking oh, got cancer wow. and can't walk. Jesus, Rose. <laughs> How oh. dare you make me feel things, Rhonda? <laughs> it also became so dark when it was supposed to be a comedy. I was extremely disappointed. If you like sad and quite frankly annoying movies, then this is the movie for you. If not, I suggest you never watch this in your entire life. I wow. wish I could give this movie a zero, but I can't. So here, this is not a fact. This is just my opinion, and I am sorry if I offend you, but here it is. Little disclaimer at the end. There you go. Five stars. I feel like this Rose person does a lot of reviews and copy and paste that. Oh, yeah. This is not a fact. This is not a fact. Rose also doesn't understand that there's a dramedy. There's a balance. You yeah. don't have to be full serious. You don't yeah. have to be Schindler's List or a funny movie. Yeah, Schindler's List or Happy Gilmore. Yeah. You can have you can, in you between. You can have in-betweens. Like even Ted has a serious he moment does. in it he when really his little dies. gets lost, oh, his little stuffings come out. And then it comes back. And then... <laughs> <laughs> All right, five. Oh. A lot of the five stars were short. Yeah, okay. So I've actually done four. Ooh. Here's the first of them. Australian humour, spelt without a U, so first issue. Love this movie. Life should be as good as an ABBA song. If it's not for you, then make it happen in your way. I have. Listening to ABBA always makes me feel good. Of course, it goes well beyond that. Whatever makes you feel great and drives you, pursue it and enjoy the ride. Um, What about the movie? That's the review. If it's not for you, then make it happen in your way. Is that about the movie or ABBA? No, if your life... No, no. You, life should be as yeah. good as an ABBA song. If, if it's your not... Life isn't, if yeah. your life's not as good as an ABBA song, make it. Okay. I did. Right. Uh, but I don't know what sh- this nah. person thinks about the movie, though. Not idea. Australian humour. She just mentioned it. She didn't say if she liked it. Or- well, she said and love this love movie. And then love this movie. That- I don't know why I'm assuming it's a she. Maybe because they like ABBA. Australian humour, love this movie, is actually the whole movie review. Yeah. The rest is just it's like... about ABBA and how empowering book. ABBA can be. Yeah. Well, Mar- Mary. Yep. This film just landed on Amazon, so I gave it a whirl. I do like Tony Collette. What a disappointment. I failed to find a single likable character. Ooh. They were low life, overdrawn, and tedious. They're meant to be low life. The plotline was predictable and vacant. It wasn't predictable. Mm, all this to the incredibly obnoxious ABBA soundtrack. Horrible. Choose, uh, choose the root canal over viewing this film. <laughs> At least you will have something positive done. Uh, no, predictable. I can guarantee you that not a single person that has watched this movie for the first time expected Rachel Griffiths to be fucked so hard she couldn't walk. Yeah, nobody expected that. Nobody expected that. That's not what happened, but sure. That's funnier than what did happen. this and this. It's fucked so hard and couldn't walk, but that's not the cause and effect. Yeah. That's, what do they say? It's, um, 
coincid- correlation, not causality. There you go. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the matrix. I've got two now. Cool. Because they're short. Great. I love this movie. I watched it at least five or six times. A classic tale of the underdog who prevails with the help of ABBA. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh. Classic. Like, that goes right back to Shakespearean times. Yeah. An underdog that prevails with yeah, the help of a Eurovision help of artist. Great. And another one. Although this movie is a bit aged now, I watched it quite a few times. It's absolutely entertaining and a lot of fun. Also, I happen to love ABBA. Wildly loved in America as well. ABBA or the movie? I don't know. Um, I would say that it seems that there seems to be a correlation between people who like ABBA and like this movie. If you don't like ABBA, you're not going to like this movie. If you like ABBA, you'll like this movie. Yeah, I felt like Dancing Queen was a little bit too much. But I like but ABBA. But I like when they did their little number to Waterloo. That was classic. Fun. It's yeah. interesting that they did a... We got a whole ABBA song in Muriel's Wedding, but we only got one whole Whitney Houston song in the Whitney mm, Houston biopic. Moving on. <laughs> Joy, this is a horrible movie. Ooh. I get the lesson it's trying to promote, but oh my God. Muriel is a horrible, horrible person. Rely, relying her happiness on being married... She's very shallow, incredibly selfish, and very bad friend, and a backstabber to her family. Oh. Such an awful person. Unfortunately, there are many young women like her. I never thought I would see a movie based on these women and go beyond being a mediocre bad to an awful bad. Not only is Muriel horrible, her father, her siblings, and other people surrounding her are horrid. I genuinely bad for Muriel's mother and her friend Rhonda. Both are victims of the actions of these horrible people. They both deserved better. I don't care that she came to her senses at the end. She and everyone else else are awful. I can't with this movie. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't believe that Muriel gave Rhonda cancer. (laughs) Awful. What an awful person. Ugh. That's the point of the movie, is that the people around Muriel are awful and she comes to her senses and leaves them. Yep. But, Joy, I don't care that she came to her senses and left the awful people. The people are awful. Yep. Yeah, the people are awful, but I don't care that she got away from them. Uh, My one is written by Wanker. Oh, God. Great film, full of fun and pathos. I hate the word pathos. (laughs) Fucking hell. Was that the guy that wrote that same review for... Call me by your name. No, because I he have didn't... a gay literary degree. Yeah, no, I know it's not him because he didn't mention, he didn't mention that he has that a, literary a literary degree and he's gay. Yeah, okay, cool. Full, great film, full of fun and pathos. <laughs> Thanks, Margaret Pomerantz. Oh, what are we doing next? Okay, we got two trivia's because we've just released our first. Mm-hmm. Bonus members only movie review. Yep. On buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema. Yep. And you are going to do a cinema nim. Yes. For that. Yeah. It's Paul McCartney fruit drink. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. That'll be on the socials if you want to ha- write down your guesses. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is someone's, the first comment is going to be right. That's what always things happen yeah. with trivia. It's like the yeah. first comment is right, and then everyone else is like, well, he's got it, so I don't have to. Yeah. But go and read it anyway. Yeah. And Still give it a like little it. like it. Because I just came up with that then. That's algorithm. I'm going to vaguely describe one scene from the next movie we're doing on the main feed. Okay. It's the one where the kid fakes his drowning so that he can be given mouth-to-mouth resuscitation by the hot lifeguard girl. It's a sports movie. Oh. That's my other clue. Why did I just think of Little Rascals? Oh. But not. Okay. Interesting. Well, it's not Little Rascals. I'm blanked. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you can get on the socials and guess yeah, yeah. if yeah. you'd like to. That'll be hashtag Tuesday Trivia. Mm. But I'll spell it Tuesday, not Tuesday. Tuesday Trivia. Tuesday Trivia. Yep. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. That has been our review of Mariel or Muriel's Wedding Mariel. or Your Terrible Muriel, yeah. colon. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe, hit subscribe in the YouTube or in the podcast platform that you're listening to. Give us a rating and review. Tell your friends. All of that helps us to be found by more people. Uh, if you'd like to support us in another way, twodrinkcinema.com. No, that's not right. 
buymeacoffee.com forward slash to drink cinema. It's how you can go and support us further and get your um, bonus episodes and your bonus content and your all other bits and pieces, including buying our merch. Yeah, we got Stubby Holders t-shirts are coming too. Good. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Two Brothers Entertainment on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay our respects and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening, happy watching, and please drink responsibly. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further and access some exclusive content, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Cinema. As a member, you can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes, access episodes early, buy merch, and contribute to the making of the podcast. The support of our listeners can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Cinema. Cheese.